I hereby introduce to you, Mr. Michael Veazey. Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show. Once again, we have David Agus on. Um, I'm going to talk about something which I think is very important for a lot of us because David, like uh, the rest of us, has been building an Amazon business amongst many other things and hasn't had the luxury of just focusing on that, certainly not in the early days. Uh, so I wanted to talk to David about the realities of time and energy management when you're juggling multiple things, you know, family, other businesses and stuff. So David, just give us a quick reminder of the sorts of spread of things that take up your time. Sure, yeah. I mean, it's uh, last year was a, was a busy year, not just for, for business, but for, for family reasons as well. So in, in terms of business, I, um, I have a property portfolio. Uh, I'm a self-employed mortgage broker. And obviously, I run the Amazon business as well, which I'm trying to grow. Family life got very busy last year. March, we had our second child. So we've got two young boys now, one and a three-year-old now. So they keep me very busy. We also moved house last year, and we're doing renovations to the house, um, some some quite extensive renovations. So, so family life and home life takes up a lot of time as well. Wow. So that's really... Um... That's a pretty involved set of things, and you got a one and a three-year-old. Yeah. You've got uh, effectively two businesses and a property portfolio as well. So, so tell us about the how do you approach the whole question of time management? Because you've you've moved your Amazon business forward. You're doing pretty well with it, although it's, you know in some ways quite small but profitable and working. And um, so, what is what do you think are the main principles that you have followed that have worked for you? So to start, it was just about fitting things in wherever I could fit them in um, so before child number two before the house move uh, life kind of tended to be go to work come home see, see my other son um, spend a bit of time with the family in the early evening and then kick in sort of later in the evening between the hours of I don't know 9 p.m. and 1 a.m. depending on how much time I had um, to get an hour two hours whatever I could in there so I kind of squeezed in a, a late shift really to get the Amazon side of things up and running um, since I've gone self-employed, obviously I don't have a boss to answer to uh, other than me. Um, so I'm now looking at things like whether I allocate a day out of my mortgage business uh, to other business. So I might decide on a Wednesday, for example, to break that day up into to handling some important tasks uh, on Amazon. So I've got a weekly task list. Um, I can do a morning on Amazon. Um, and then maybe do anything property related or other business related in the afternoon on, on that particular day. So it's just really, I guess, structuring what you've got to do and, and when you've got the time to fit it in. Excellent. So you basically are running your Amazon business on the basis of sort of one morning a week, or do you just do do you do other hours as well as in the evenings and weekends, things like that? It's one of those things that whenever I'm in front of a laptop, I'm always dipping into it. So. Right. Uh, um, there's normally a seller central screen open somewhere, um, you know, just just checking sales and stuff like that, really. But if I get a customer inquiry, I might take five or ten minutes out and just just respond then and there whilst I'm whilst I'm in seller central. Um, but for things like um, you know reviewing your keywords from your search terms report, um, setting up new advertising campaigns or just adjusting them, um, revisiting product listings and checking out competition. I try and I'm trying now to allocate sort of a, a set time to do that. So, like I say, I'm, I'm going to try and pilot this this Wednesday off, if you like, Wednesday off from the mortgage business. Um, maybe even just the morning, and if that's enough time, then then that's enough time. Excellent. Okay, that sounds like a a, a good basic structure. So, 
basically the maintenance of the day-to-day -day stuff just checking that the sales are going the right way nothing terrible is happening customer service is a daily thing once a week you're reviewing your um listings and looking at your ads uh, data and making sure you get that right so how often do you look at sort of things that are going to expand the business like new product lines or getting in touch with new suppliers that kind of thing how do you build that in so again historically that's been um that's been a an evening job you know while um if I've got a few weeks coming up where I know I can put in some evening hours, I'll, I'll start to sort of research a product, get in touch with suppliers. I think going forward now, I'm, I may still do that. If I can fit it into this this other day that I'm hoping to, to fit in, then um, then it might be a, a job for there. But in fact, to be honest, I think to, to deal with suppliers and to do the research, you, you probably need to be on it every day. Um, emails, battles and forwards with suppliers just to keep things moving along. I deal with China for my products. Um, obviously, we've got the, the issue with time zones. So I tend to find, and unless you get into a, a Skype conversation, if you're emailing backwards and forwards, it can be an email a day. So that can take a week or two to, to negotiate your terms. Yeah, I mean, I certainly find um, that dealing with China can be an immensely time-consuming thing. And yeah, I would encourage anyone who can to do Skype chat because I find that that simply speeds up the back and forth quite a bit. I mean, the time zone difference is a problem, but I don't know about you, David, but I found that people in the uh, are prepared to work into the evening, so they're Chinese suppliers, and quite often they'll be in touch with me at sort of midday UK time, which means in China that it's at least 7 p.m., so they do work evenings. Yeah, they do, yeah. So, you know, you can have emails from them at any time of day, really. Um, they will have a bit of downtime at some point. Um, but, yeah, if, if you – I think with the Skype chat, for me, I probably wouldn't go straight into it on, on the initial contact with a supplier, probably because I'll contact 15 or 20 suppliers. If I've got 15 or 20 Skype chats on the go, uh, it, it can get a bit overwhelming. Um, I kind of almost like the slowness of an email a day to begin with whilst you're dealing with 15 or 20 suppliers just because it gives you a bit of time to analyze who has said what, which suppliers you want to take things to the next level with. And then when you've narrowed that list down and you're negotiating with the final three or four, um, Skype chat makes it a lot quicker. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So um, basically, you're going to get to Skype chat only with those who've proven that they're worth having a bit yeah. of time with, right? Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, that's more or less what I end up doing. So now, given that you're so busy, is outsourcing any of your uh, activities something that you've explored yet or that you actually do? Yes, actually. Um, I haven't gone down as far as having a VA. Um, I tend to still be doing those VA tasks. But some things for growth, I, I certainly am outsourcing. Um, I'm going through a process of redesigning my website uh, and launching a Shopify store, as many people are. So that's definitely one to outsource, even though Shopify is a bit of a solution out of the box. I'm going to get someone else to do that. I'm actually going to use a combination of WordPress and Shopify, um, but I'm going to let someone else design that for me. I'm also using uh, another team to try and build my social presence for me. So they're handling things like Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, Instagram. They've created accounts. They're finding a lot of content for me, and we're going to work together to produce some some video content and, and some, some own content as well. Excellent. So it sounds like you're basically using uh, outsourcers to help you expand the business. So you're doing this sort of day-to-day -day stuff and then and also researching. But in terms of new sales channels or new marketing channels, so sales channels being the Shopify site and marketing channels like Facebook, Pinterest, etc., you are outsourcing that stuff as much as you can. 
Absolutely, yeah. I mean, these guys, it's, it's what they do. So each, each individual that does it, it they're either a, a, a Shopify expert or they're a social expert. So why not why not pass it on to them rather than me trying to learn those particular skills that, to be honest, we're get, are going to take up time. And I could do things, do, do the other day-to-day tasks really with that. Makes sense. Um, it's an interesting way of looking at sourcing because traditionally everyone sort of is supposed to sit there, um, make a, an SOP, standard operating procedure, and then hand off the sort of low-level tasks to a VA. But you're quite right that actually if you are working on tasks that you know about, that you haven't got that learning curve, which you would have with Facebook, for example, or Pinterest, which is certainly, I mean, Facebook, I'm beginning to explore about Pinterest is a closed book to me. And uh, obviously a, a lot of Amazon buyers are on there. And again, yes, yeah, Shopify is something that you could get hours and hours of your time sucks into learning some techie solution which you then at the end of the day don't do as well as somebody else would do for you so it's quite interesting approach yeah i mean i'd love to get to the point where i can hand off the day-to-day tasks as well but for the moment it's not taking up a massive amount of my time the time consuming bit is probably the product research and the the negotiating with with suppliers uh, and then product launching which are all kind of things really i want to be involved in yeah great so now have you got any other tips for time management and focus management because they're slightly different things on there you've talked about time focus is one of those things that can get very hard when you've got multiple things especially you've got two um very young kids running around presumably that kind of fries your brain anyway to a degree so um what is it you use to keep yourself focused and what are your sort of main tips or tools for focus and mind mindset and time management I think for the focus, really, it's just reminding yourself of the reasons that you do what you do. Um, you know, I'm sure all of us that have gone down this this entrepreneurial route have, have always looked at bigger picture and, and what we want to be achieving at the end of it, whether that's a uh, luxury house on a sunny island or, you know, just a, a nice lifestyle and spending time with the family. <clears throat> I think just reminding yourselves of the reasons why you do it should keep you focused there. Okay. Um, even if those reasons change. Just remind yourself of why you're doing it and why you're putting the hours in um, and, and and go forward from there. Sounds good. And what would you say your big reasons are why you're doing it? Well, def- definitely now it's family. <laughs> um, you know, I want to be there as the boys go up, spend the time with them. I don't want to be at work all day, every day and, and not see them go up. Yeah, makes a lot of sense. I have to say that uh, I've got a nephew and niece, so I've kind of seen secondhand what it's like being a parent and certainly looks pretty exhausting but also very rewarding i mean where i get to step in as an uncle and uh go and you know go and get them all riled up and then hand them back to their parents but i can completely understand the how quickly because even as an uncle like i guess i only see them sort of three four times a year but how quickly people grow up and i can understand how precious that time is yeah they, they grow up so quick and and yeah the, the beauty of, of your position is you can give them back at the end of the day um, so yeah they're, they're, they're tiring but they're lovely and yeah, yeah, I just want to be there for them makes total sense well David I think you've uh, encapsulated very neatly um, some of the, the basics of uh, how to process business but also um, you know just how to actually get it to work in real life when you're juggling multiple things which a hell of a lot of listeners and, and viewers are in you know that situation um, so it's really good to hear from somebody who's you know at the coal face doing that real stuff so um thank you very very much for coming on and talking to us again it's uh, really great to hear that things have progressed so fast and so well for you and uh, it'd be great to talk to you in a few months time and uh, see where you're at absolutely that'd be great and thanks again for having me back my pleasure david um thank you so much for coming on the show thank you